Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You join us here inside Darren's house. Hey, what? where do you come from? Get out of me ass! Darren is about to play Paddy Power Fantasy's Big Game Bowl contest on the Super Bowl. Sophie, it's that bloke from Paddy Power. He's got in the ass again. It's just £9 to enter the competition with £3 million in prizes to be won and £1 million for the winner. Listen, mate, get out of here before I search Paddy Power Fantasy to pick your team. Last entry by 11.30pm Sunday. Paddy Power Fantasy. Hate waiting, love winning. Get out! And don't you dare read those terms and conditions. Paddy Power Fantasy rules apply. 18 plus, be gambling. Are you going to sneak into my ass every Sunday? Yes. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Nat Coombs Show, coming to you live from Miami Beach. Good to have you with us. The sun, as you can see behind me, just about to come up during the show, I guarantee it will, and delighted to have Dan Orlovsky in the studio. Morning, Dan. Good to be here, bud. Our fans back home are thrilled that you're here, because uh, you've got a lot of supporters back home, because you, you tell it how it is, and they like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I obviously have a lot of fun doing what I do, and there's a lot of stuff that gets said out there that I want to kind of rectify it and whatnot, so... Um I don't, I don't mind arguing. Good. I'd like to hear that. I'm looking forward to getting stuck in on a few things. Although I tend to agree with you on a few things as well, particularly the Jimmy Garoppolo take. We're going to talk quarterbacks, obviously, with Dan in the house. Congratulations on a great season, incidentally. Because you know it's been a good season if you're an analyst. And uh, news reports start to come out towards the end of the season linking you with an NFL coaching gig. That's probably a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, it's been uh, – that news has been really flattering. Mm. You know, I think that uh, people always go, like, television or coaching. And I always tell them – one, I'm always going to want to coach. There's always going to be part of me that wants to coach. But two, nowadays with media, it's not 15, 20 years ago. Like, this is coaching. Right. Media, to me, is coaching. I'm coaching people any time of the day just because of their cell phone and the access to technology and what stuff. And the way you're doing it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of fun doing that. It's very flattering, the coaching stuff, and have had some really awesome conversations and whatnot. Mm. Who knows where it'll go? Right now, I love working at ESPN, and I love doing what I'm doing. Um, we'll see, Who knows see what, what happens. Holds. Yeah. Well, okay, it is good to have you on the show. Uh, Thursday of Super Bowl week. Are we reaching peak media frenzy, do you think? No, that'll happen about <laughs> Sunday at 4 o'clock. <laughs> okay. uh, like, but this is why it's so awesome, because there's so many things to talk about. Mm. And when you have individual stars, there's so many things to talk about. Mm. And then when you have coaching and the team aspects um, – there's really a there's never a lack of material to, mm. to kind of get into, and so there's also some kind of long term conversations to be had about this game with mm. the Andy Reid and what it does for his legacy and Kyle Shanahan coming back from the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and then Patrick Mahomes and kind of taking the league by storm mm. in many ways, and is he changing football? We've seen it before, type stuff. So 
the media frenzy really is just going to kick up and kind of go right into the game. And in terms of the international reach of the game, because we were talking just before we came on air about how smart the NFL has been commercially yeah. in making it a 365 league. And it's obviously got plans, designs, and has done for a number of years with all the London games, the international series games on international expansion. Mexico, there's talk of maybe a game in China. It's accentuated during Super Bowl week when you look at all the international crews here. You know, there's quite a lot from the UK, yep. Australia, all around the world. And it isn't maybe back in the day it would have been, let's turn up opening night dressed as a Mario brother and ask a sure. stupid question. Now we're turning up or crews turning up internationally and breaking down the game and analyzing the game and wanting to get into the big stories. Do you think the NFL is succeeding in becoming a global sport? Oh, big time. You know, and part of it is because of the times and because of the technology and, and now that anyone could access stuff. And I've always said this, the more that you can get people to understand what's going on, the more they're going to love it. Because we all love to sit around and talk. Mm. We all love to sit around and try to be the smartest person. So the more that I know about it, the more I feel like in the conversation with my buddies or whatnot, I can be the smartest person in right, that conversation. Right. And so the, I think that like that understanding of the game has certainly grown. The fascination of the game has certainly grown. I think the rule changes that the NFL has implied um, to – Mm. Make it somewhat safer has mm -hmm. been really impactful for parents to mm. allow their kids to watch it and be into the game and play it as children. With yeah, that. to 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 understand that. So and digital media big. and the way you know you're using Twitter in particular, uh, you know, really really enhances that as well. The type of content you can put out in real time, huge analyzing it as well. Incidentally, speaking of social media, at the NC show, if you want to fire questions in for the studio, we'll do a bit of a mailbag uh, at the end of the show. So fire them in for Dan. Let's get down to business, starting with with Patrick Mahomes because we're obviously going to quarterbacks with you in the house look his raw talent is is undeniable mm -hmm. but what a situation to land in it's the, the double whammy of Andy Reid who yep. one of the great innovators of the game had so much uh, is always thinking of new ways to develop what he's been doing for years what he did with McNabb with Vic and a quarterback like Mahomes falls to him sure or they reach for him technically but they they're connected double down with Alex Smith being this mentor so Mahomes was allowed to sit for a year under Alex Smith that's the perfect situation, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And then the weapons that they have. But this is why Alex Smith is was so impactful for Patrick. So Patrick comes from Texas Tech, and he's this physical monster, mm. right, that oftentimes has just had the opportunity to rely on his talent, his mm -hmm. arm, the ability to throw the football downfield, the, the athletic movement, right? Well, that is the opposite of Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. Alex Smith was a quarterback that always had to think. He ran quite well, though, Smith. Absolutely, but never was the freakish athlete that could kind of – overcome mistakes. Right. Alex was a very refined player. He had to think his way through things, had to be a guy that was dominant with his timing and his precision. And so when you get this young quarterback that was the talent watching this other quarterback that did it a different way, mm -hmm. you know, kind of through osmosis, Patrick right. Mahomes saw, oh, timing does matter at points and rhythm does matter at points. And the way I think about the game or use my eyes and move defenders matters it will help me make a player and so that become a better player so that's you've taken the talent and and kind of watching Alex as it's grown his mental game mm. and that's in many ways to your point like that perfect storm again dad let me ask you something because if you look historically at quarterbacks Garoppolo is another one of course that has sure. uh, been allowed uh, or been able to come into the league and sit and watch and learn Aaron Rodgers obviously under five right it doesn't happen much, and I get why it doesn't happen much, because typically yeah, a high-round draft pick, in now, in now, in now, we've got to, and the fans are demanding it. Yep. Do you think quarterbacks are 
brought in too soon most of the time, young quarterbacks, and most would actually benefit from a year on the sidelines. 100%. I've said for years, more more quarterbacks, more young quarterbacks in the NFL are ruined than they are made. Mm. And it's because the mismanagement, there's not a lot of people who know the position, who know mm. how to coach the position, because the position is not a robot. Every guy is so different, so you have to understand what they're good at, what they're not good at, how they see things, how they don't see things. Right. And there's not a lot of people who who understand that. And then we just thrust them, you know, throw them in the play, and it's like, well, how's the offensive line? Or mm. what are the weapons? Right. Who, do they ha- who does he have to throw to? Who's his play caller? And we just have this expectation level that every young quarterback should just go be a monster. And it's like, well, how do you expect me to do that when I, I, I can't even stay upright? And so, yes, more young quarterbacks are played too early. Mm. A lot of the times, too, it's, okay, who are they behind? Mm-hmm. Who are they learning from? Mm-hmm. Um, is the team healthy enough to – is the coach's position healthy enough to withstand struggling with an older quarterback? Because a lot of times they just throw him in there as a, a coach and go, well, if he shows signs, it'll maybe save my job. Mm. So situation's so important, though, is that you it's look huge. at Josh Rosen and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cards he's been dealt. Even conversely, someone like Dak Prescott, you know, the, the timing yep. was right, right situation, right. right time. What about Mahomes' lineage, right? You know, his dad was a, was a pitcher, huge. you know, for many years. He played baseball, right? There was an interesting thing we were talking about. Uh, Ollie Thornton, one of our producers, uh, and I were getting into this last night. Look Looking at this sense that Mahomes, because he's an improviser and because he's quite instinctive, um, there's a lot more to it than that, particularly with the, as he played shortstops and the mm-hmm. sidearm throw. And at Texas Tech, he used to practice new drills again and again and again to throw off balance. To It's not like it just comes to him naturally. Right. It does come to him naturally, but it's not only that. He puts in the time, doesn't he? I think part of it, absolutely. Well, part of it is really good parenting, mm. you know, especially nowadays. We have so many parents that want to specialize their kids and get the private training and, and they want them to be the picture perfect model at 18 years old. And Patrick Mahomes' parents were just like, man, go in the backyard and play. Right. And I think that's something that he was certainly born with a little bit. Yeah. But also just playing with his friends and playing in the backyard or playing at school parking lots. Like those things are kind of just developed over. If you imagine Patrick Mahomes came into the NFL at 22 and he started doing this stuff when he was seven. Yeah. I mean, that's 15 years of reps of doing those things yeah. that maybe aren't, you know, as a, a an individual coach watching reps, but they're still reps of him playing right. and seeing stuff and how color moves and, and kind of adapting his game. So the baseball was a big part of it and, and the movement, but a lot of it is just a freestyle recess type of kind of football mm. and quarterback play and I don't think the great thing was no one ever said don't do that mm. that was the best thing no mm. one ever said you know what that's not fundamentally or mechanically sound because some guys Aaron Rodgers was like this fundamentals and mechanics don't matter to them right now they will eventually do you think if Patrick Mahomes would be coming out of college 10 12 years ago he would have been drafted in the first round no mm. no because what one of the great things about the NFL right now is there the NFL we're breaking down a lot of taboos of the past right. as well um, in in many different areas and so Patrick Mahomes would have been looked at as like you can't you can't play quarterback in the NFL like that you've got to play a structured style of football so one the rules has has helped because mm-hmm. they you know it's allowed in an offensive game two the space understanding coaches understanding wow there's fifty three and a third yards of field side to side every single play. And the willingness to attack that space. Mm. And then Andy Reid, a coach like Andy Reid going, why can't we do some college stuff? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. You know, for the long time, I like, can't do college stuff. Yeah, yeah. And why Andy Reid is one of those guys like, why not? Why, yeah. why can't we? And so, again, the rules have helped. So I don't think he would have. And, and we're very fortunate that, that 
He was. One of the things that really struck me about Mahomes as a young quarterback, I think it was the game they ultimately lost against the Patriots in Foxborough. Okay. Yep. 43-40, right? Yep. And that, to- that game told me a number of things about Mahomes, but most importantly, f- f- from my perspective, how fearless he was, how mm-hmm. he didn't blink. A lot of young quarterbacks in that situation would have been really intimidated and would have gone down. He stood toe-to-toe with Brady. Talk about the mind strength that a quarterback needs because we talk about raw talent. We talk about great high school quarterbacks, great college quarterbacks that ultimately don't succeed, don't even make it to the pros. You know, it's a very, you're part of it, an elite band of players over the years that makes it as a professional quarterback. How much of it is mental strength? Oh, huge. I mean, everyone sits here and talks about Patrick Mahomes' physical talent, as we should. It's, Mm. It's to marvel at. I've said since he stepped on the field in his first year, last game against the Broncos, I said this kid's mind's a little bit different. The first third down that he ever faced in his NFL career was third and 12 on the road against Denver. And they ran a cover two man, so man coverage underneath, and two safeties were dropping back deep in a zone. And the way he moved the safety to open up a seam down the middle field, I was like, wait, this is his first third down in the history of his NFL career. And I was like... You don't, oftentimes it's like just check the ball down and whatnot and just the aggressive mindset. And yeah. I said, well, that's different. Yeah. Um, so as great as he is physically, I honestly think he's just as good mentally and the mental understanding of football, the mental understanding of space and color, the confidence, the aggressive mindset. There's also a belief that he thinks he's the baddest dude on the field yeah. every yeah, single yeah. snap. And also Andy Reid coaches that way. Andy Reid coaches in an aggressive way, and you feel that as a player. Like mm. you, you know when your coach is protecting you, and when he's taking the handcuffs off and go, go kill him. And and Patrick's got that mindset. One more on the Chiefs and Mahomes and the Chiefs specifically, offensively. Uh, I loved your take on the run pass option versus this Niners D. Yeah, and playing a defense that likes that tends to stay in zone most of the time. It sits well for the Chiefs, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So breaking it down. The RPO, the run pass option, was accidentally invented, right? But it was in, it was invented or became a fad because it's different than play action. Run run defenders, zone defenders have their eyes in the backfield, and they are taught from an early age stop the run, react to pass. So play action pass can get a guy to step up, and then you can replace where he was with a deeper route. Right. But those guys can also get back and into coverage. The RPO does not go. One to two. It does not go step to step. Mm. They happen simultaneously. And so when those zone defenders have their eyes in the backfield and it is a run, that offensive line is blocking and the running back's going on his run pattern, everything tells that guy, I have to go stop the run. But then you add in the pass option at the same time in a zone defense, it's very difficult to defend. Mm. San Francisco runs a ton of zone defense. Kansas City runs more RPOs than anybody. Mm. And if you look at teams that had success against San Francisco this year, um, it was a heavy RPO-based offense yeah. in New Orleans and Arizona. Mm. And so the, the Chiefs, what they do schematically, I just think if they're having success with it, can force San Francisco to play in an uncomfortable style of football. Mm. And they've got the weapons to match up nicely yep. there. Incidentally, the two highest scorers, touchdown scorers, since 2017 against zone defenses, Tyreek Kill with 13 and Travis Kelsey with 10. 23, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's get on to Patrick Mahomes' opposite number getting a very different kind of build-up going into this game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, polarizing opinions really all around town at the moment. One camp thinks he's a liability. They think (laughs) the 49ers can't win if Jimmy G needs to win it for them. 
Then there are the Garoppolo apologists, of which I'm delighted to say you and I are part of that yeah. camp. It was music to my ears uh, to hear the counter-argument to this. It's one of the biggest narratives all week long. If, if Garoppolo, if the ball's in his hands, he's not going to be able to win the game. It's crazy, isn't it? What's going on, do you think? Why is it recency bias? Is that all it is? Yeah, it's a little bit of recency bias, and it's a little bit of, like, they're a really good football team. So when when, like... When you look at the San Francisco 49ers, everyone thinks, well, they've got a dominant defense. And they do. And they've, well, they've got a dominant defense line. And they do. That can be true, and Jimmy Garoppolo can still be really good. Right. You know, both things can be independent right. of each other. They were 13 and 3. Yeah. And then you go, man, they got, they have a great run game. Again, just because they have a good run game doesn't mean the quarterback's not really good, right? right. And so, that's a big conversation part. On that, on that, obviously they've been, you know, playing the hot hand, yeah. uh, uh, the hot legs in the, in the playoff games. And, and why deviate from that if it's working as effectively as We would as kill it is. Kyle yeah. Shanahan if he did. If he did, exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, we would have sat there if Kyle Shanahan in that Minnesota game or that Green Bay game got away from the run, we all would have gone on television the next day and been like, what is Kyle Shanahan doing? He, he should have just continued to... Right. That's my right. thing, is the same people yeah. that are saying, well, Jimmy G only had to throw eight pass attempts would have been crushing Kyle if they dropped back and threw it 35 right. times. We've established that we agree on this, but just to play devil's advocate and throw the counter-argument in, people are saying because of his liability in terms of turnovers, which is a factor, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that, that's that's a weaker spot than, than maybe other parts of his game, and the timing that Shanahan moved to the run, right. where... It, those two things were slightly simpatico. Uh, that's, I think, what is giving that argument a bit of fuel. Okay, so uh, the Minnesota game, because yeah. let's touch on that. So, first of all, Minnesota's a top-five defense in mm-hmm. the NFL. There's a reality of that. Second of all, Kyle, there's there's moments when you just feel things from your players. And, mm-hmm. okay, maybe Jimmy G was not playing as good as Kyle wanted in that moment, mm-hmm. right? We can still run the football, and the goal is advance and survive. Right. And so move on. And then the next... But in that same game, he had three really big third-down conversions right. that kept drives going. And then in the Green Bay game, you know, they get to a third and eight. They they punch the, the run, and all of a sudden, it, they're off and running. Mm. And so I, I think this, um, if we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo from a broad view, right. because the body of work does matter. And, and trailing this year, no quarterback in the NFL was better. Mm. Patrick Mahomes was not better while trailing than Jimmy G. Mm. And then here's the conversation that's really picked up over the next or the last couple of days here in Miami. If trailing in the fourth quarter late in the game, do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo to outduel Patrick like, who Mahomes? Who would you rather have? Right. I think naturally you'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Do I trust Patrick Mahomes more if, if my team is down 14 nothing? No question. Mm. The reality is, down late in the game, if Jimmy G gets the football, I don't feel great if I'm a Chiefs fan because he's had four fourth quarterback, fourth quarter comebacks this year. And here's the thing. They've been down with five minutes to go six times this year in the NFL, mm-hmm. in NFL games. He's four and two. Right. In the two losses, one, he sent the Seattle game into overtime. The second one against Atlanta, he gave his team the lead with like a minute left, and then Atlanta went and yes. scored. Yeah, 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 so yeah. no time Was it on him? that he's had the opportunity to get it done right. that he hasn't. And But there's the narrative that mm. people don't watch. They yeah. just don't watch. Yeah, they just yeah. look at a box score, and yeah. that drives me nuts. Yeah, and the, the, he can't handle a shootout. I mean, how long ago was the New Orleans game? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Surely we, we 
we've got right. stronger memories. And then the yeah, I mean like the Seattle game, the Atlanta game, the Rams game. Mm. Like there's been other New Orleans's games, yeah. but we just think of the New Orleans game because it was the Saints yeah. and, and a big game, obviously, and to do, go do it on the road. But there's been other examples this year. And also, he's 23 and five as the starter, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know, like it's not like he's 13 and 13 yeah. or something, yeah. or 14 yeah, yeah. and 14. So the other the other one that I, I'm enjoying is. Uh, Actually, I'd be interested in your perspective on this. People saying, if Mahomes, right. or brother, for the Chiefs to win, Mahomes has to play well. Has to play exceptionally well. Correct. For the 49ers to win, Garoppolo doesn't have to play exceptionally well. I, I don't buy into that that much. I think the Chiefs' offense is going to be able to score. But San Francisco's defense is great. I think the Chiefs' offense is great. Mm. So I do agree that for the Kansas City to win, it's going to be kind of have to be a Hall of Fame caliber performance out of Patrick Mahomes. The evidence tells us that that's the case when you play a top two defense in the Super Bowl. I don't think that Jimmy G can get away with playing good football. I think Jimmy G is going to have to play big time football for them to win. Um, I don't, you're, you're, this is not going to be a game where Jimmy G can throw the football for 20 times and go one touchdown, one interception, and San Francisco can win. I think we're discrediting how good Kansas City's defense is. I think we're disrespecting how good Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are as a tandem. Either team, for them to win this game, the quarterback's going to have to play one of his better games this season. Quick one on Carl Shanahan, because we're talking about the innovation of Andy Reid. Shanahan's an innovator as well. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I really, uh, a stat that really jumped out at me, in terms of pre-stat movement. Tons. 75% of their plays, pre-stat movement. So this is what Kyle does better than anybody in the NFL. He creates space pre-snap. Mm. There's a difference between u- using space and creating space. Ball on the right hash. Let's go nerd for a little bit. Ball on the right hash. Tons of field to the left, right? And a short field to the right. Mm -hmm. Now, traditionally, coaches have always said, well, tons of field. I'm going to put more people over there. Kyle thinks differently. He puts more of his people to the short side of the field. When he does that, the defense has to put people over there as well. So now you've created all this space to the field, and you've only left one or two defenders over there. So then it's game on for Kyle in creating, bringing motion right before the snap. And snapping the ball at that motion, well, now I've gotten the space created, but I've also have a numbers advantage over there now because of that motion, right. and it forces two or three defenders to cover 35, 40 yards of the field. Toward it's order. really yeah. smart, and yeah. it's kind of very innovative. Cracking stuff. Okay. Uh, now, lots of fans uh, like to go to the NFL experience when they're at the Super Bowl, which is off the chart in terms of scale. It is good, old-fashioned, wholesome fun. So I went to That's check it out. That's what I've heard. It would not be Super Bowl week without the NFL experience. And you can underline the word experience in a big, fat, red pen. Here at the Miami Beach Convention Center, this place is huge. There are thousands of fans in here already. There'll be thousands more rolling in throughout the week. The sights and sounds even smells the NFL here. The Lombardi Trophy right behind me. So much to get stuck into. Let's go find out. There's a huge amount of history here at the NFL Experience. Not least, right behind me, all 53 Super Bowl rings on show in a circle here. It took me about 20 minutes just to get around the whole thing. It took me about another 25 minutes to work out which was the blingiest. There's lots of interactive stuff for fans to get involved with, including my personal favorite, the draft stage. So pretty simple. You pick your jersey, you take your spot in the queue. 
and he get drafted. Now, depending on where you are in the queue, of course, that will determine your draft pick. This guy on the stage putting in a serious uh, stint, by the way, great Hawaiian shirt as well. He calls out your name, lots of preamble. You walk up onto the stage, and presumably all the fans around here cheer or boo, depending on if they're Philadelphia fans or not. Now, I'm trying to work out what they're going to do next year, because the draft in Las Vegas in a couple of months' time, all the draft picks are going to be coming to the stage on gondolas. So the guys trying to get a fun experience are going to have a lot of thinking to do over the next 12 months. Now, I didn't want to have to do the next two interactive challenges, but the organisers insisted. I don't know, maybe they see me play a bit, pick up balls, seeing a bit of talent here. So I'm going to kick a ball, throw a ball, and maybe, just maybe, I could be heading to the pros. I feel good, I feel confident. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, I, okay. Firstly, the kick was good. The kick, I mean, good, technically, yes. I wouldn't say literally. Chicago Bears fans are watching that kick, and they want to sign me. That's messed up. <laughs> I mean, if the, if you had to go back another four yards, it's not good. Hey, I didn't pick where it went from. <laughs> yeah, it, but I it was did. solid. It was solid. Where Better than I would yeah. do. <laughs> okay. The throw on Wait the a minute. Let's, let's have a look at the throw. I want you to break this down for when, me. When I see mm. the throw leave yeah. your hand, yeah. it seems like you're throwing a okay. toaster okay. and That's not a decent. football. That's decent. Firstly, quite a good blue steel face. First of all, the hand is in bad placement. Yeah. Oh. Look at my. That would look. Was there anything painful. good about? That? Was there um, anything good? I think I hurt my. I think why, I tore why, a pec The look muscle. on your face. Yeah. Well, I'm f- concentrating. Left arm way too far from the body. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, that is true. And and the ball never turns back to front. That was another. And take. then can we? Do we have a back angle? Because then we, it would look. It would literally <laughs> Wait, no, look no, like you're. That was you're, good. That was good form. Yeah, <laughs> what? Interference. Good form if you're smacking someone across the face, <laughs> but not if you're throwing football. And just watching the football, yeah. it looked like you threw a toaster. Well, uh, yeah. Better it, kicker. It, thank you. Better well, kicker. I, have a, I have a future as a kicker. Yeah. yeah okay. Wait till you didn't let me do the 40-yard dash. Speed is my thing. <laughs> I would, that's, yeah. Hopefully it wouldn't look like the, yeah. the throw. <laughs> right. Let's get to the mailbag. We've got questions firing. And at the NC Show, if you want to uh, send some more in uh, for Dan. Uh, here's one from Johnny. Who's more central to the Chiefs' uh, Super Bowl chances? Kelsey Hill or the Honey Badger? Oh, Kelsey. I think Kelsey is a guy that's not getting talked about enough this week. We've all said... Well, what is Kansas City going to do with George Kittle? And rightfully mm. so. Kittle's amazing. Mm. But Kelsey does so much for this football team before the snap. They mm. put him by himself often, and then it's like, okay, are you guys in zone? And, man, it's a ton of information. And no one can cover him in the NFL, really. Like, mm. we ha- we just have – I don't want to say no one, but we just haven't seen a lot of people that can match up with Kelsey on a consistent basis. He's such a smoothie and silky route runner. He's very smart with how he runs his routes and how he sets up defenders. So I think Kelsey could have a massive impact both before the snap and after the snap. One from a friend of the show, a comedian back in the UK, great comedian okay. and Detroit Lions fan, ah, Marek Lowood. Uh, the best current quarterback never to have made it to the Super Bowl. He knows that answer. It's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> that's, um, that's what he was hoping you'd say. Matthew Stafford, for sure. I, I wish people could Not Rivers? No, Matthew. Mm-hmm. And Phillip's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. you know. And I think Matthew will be eventually. Phillip has, has had a cr- tremendous career. Um, I wish people knew how good Matthew was. Mm. Uh, they have a small sampling of it, but they don't know how Matthew really could be, could have been, if surrounded by better people and all, all that stuff really, could have been our, our generation's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, really yeah. could. He was that that talented, is that smart, that tough. Back to situation, isn't it? For as sure. We talked about it at the top. All right, big three questions for you before we wrap. Who is going to be the unlikely hero at Super Bowl 54? Damian Williams, the tailback for the Kansas City Chiefs in multiple ways. One, as a runner, I think the Chiefs, like I talked about, will, will be heavy with the run-pass option, and I think that they'll spread San Francisco out, and San Francisco will protect against the pass. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. There's going to be some opportunity to run the football. I think it'll be huge in the pass game. The way that they will attack the cover three, flood zones, and throw the ball to the back. Screen game will be big, which Kansas City is renowned for. And also in some of the protection stuff. With mm-hmm. him going to chip on a Bosa or chip on a D Ford and giving a little bit of time for Patrick Mahomes to throw the football, I think he's going to be like the Swiss Army Knight for their offense and kind uh, of an unsung love hero. love that description. Okay. Uh, who are you more looking forward to seeing perform at halftime, J-Lo or Shakira? Shakira, because my kids love Zootopia, and she had the big song, Try Everything, in Zootopia. So, there you go. Um, One take for Shakira. I think she's winning at the moment. Uh, and who will win Super Bowl 54? Let's save the biggest till last. Great game. It'll come down to the last possession. I think Kansas City wins 38-37. Going Chiefs. I'm still on the fence. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, by Sunday, I'll make the call. I'm, I'm just taking on. What's gonna up, happen between now and Sunday? Is soaking up all it. this information, Dan Olosky. I've got to process what you've been telling us for the last half an hour. Cracking to see you. Thank you got a fifty percent so chance much. of being right. Yeah, that's true. Good I'm just be gonna here. flip a coin. Come and see us when you're in the UK. Okay. You got it, bud. Great stuff from Dan Olosky. We're back tomorrow, same time, midday. Don't forget, if you missed the show live at the NC Show on our social media handles, ESPN UK, you can watch it back there. I'm Mike Carlson in the house tomorrow. We'll see you then. Podcast Network. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.